the Witches by Roald Dahl, Chapter 7, Frizzled Like a Fritter, Part 2. You may remove your wigs, snarled the Grand High Witch. She had a peculiar way of speaking. There was some sort of foreign accent there, something harsh and guttural, and she seemed to have trouble pronouncing the letter W. As well as that, she did something funny with the letter R. She would let it roll round and round her mouth like a piece of hot pork crackling before spitting it out. Remove your wigs and get some fresh air into your spotty scalps, she shouted. And another sigh of relief arose from the audience as all the hands went up to the heads and all the wigs, with the hat still on them, were lifted away. There now appeared in front of me row upon row of bald female heads, a sea of naked scalps, every one of them red and itchy looking from being rubbed by the linings of the wigs. I simply cannot tell you how awful they were, and somehow the whole sight was made more grotesque because underneath these frightful scabby bald heads, the bodies were dressed in fashionable and rather pretty clothes. It was monstrous. It was unnatural. Oh, heavens, I thought. Oh, help! Oh, Lord, have mercy on me. These foul, bald-headed females are child killers, every one of them, and here I am imprisoned in the same room, and I can't escape. At that point, a new and doubly horrifying thought struck me. My grandmother had said that they, with their special nose holes, they could smell out a child on a pitch-black night from right across the other side of the road. Up to now, my grandmother had been right every time. It seemed a certainty, therefore, that one of the witches in the back row was going to sniff me out at any moment, and then the yell of dog's droppings would go up all over the room. I would be cornered like a rat. I knelt on the carpet behind the screen, hardly daring to breathe. Then suddenly I remembered another very important thing my grandmother had told me. The dirtier you are, she had said, the harder it is for a witch to smell you out. How long was it since I last had a bath? Not for ages. I had my own room in the hotel, and my grandmother never bothered with silly things like that. Come to think of it, I don't believe I'd had a bath since we had arrived. When had I last washed my hands or face? Certainly not this morning. Not yesterday, either. I glanced down at my hands. They were covered with smudge and mud and goodness knows what else besides. So perhaps I had a chance after all. The stink waves couldn't possibly get out through all that dirt. Witches of England, shouted the Grand High Witch. She herself, I noticed, had not taken off either her wig or her gloves or her shoes. Witches of England, she yelled. The audience stirred uneasily and sat up straighter in their chairs. Miserable witches, she yelled. Useless lazy witches. Feeble fribbling witches. You're a heap of idle, good-for-nothing worms. A shudder went through the audience. The Grand High Witch was clearly in an ugly mood, and they knew it. I had a feeling that something awful was going to happen soon. I am having my breakfast this morning, cried the Grand High Witch, and I am looking out the window at the beach, and what am I seeing? I am asking you, what am I seeing? I am seeing a revolting sight. I am seeing hundreds, I am seeing thousands of rotten, repulsive little children playing on the sand. It is putting me right off my food. Why have you not gotten rid of them? She screamed, 
Why have you not rubbed them all out, these filthy, smelly children? With each word she spoke, flecks of pale blue phlegm shot from her mouth like little bullets. I am asking you why, she screamed. Nobody answered her question. Children smell, she screamed. They stink out the world. We do not want these children around here. The bald heads in the audience all nodded vigorously. One child a week is no good to me, the Grand High Rich cried out. Is that the best you can do? We will do better, murmured the audience. We will do much better. Better is no good either, shrieked the Grand High Witch. I demand the results. So here are my orders. My orders are that every single child in this country shall be rubbed out, squashed, squittered, scrivered, and frittered before I come here again in one year's time. Do I make myself clear? A great gasp went up from the audience. I saw the witches all looking at one each other with deeply troubled expressions. And I heard one witch at the front row saying aloud, All of them? We can't possibly wipe out all of them. The Grand High Witch whipped round as though somebody had stuck a skewer in her bottom. Who said that? She snapped. Who dares argue with me? It was you, was it not? She pointed a glove finger as sharp as a needle at the witch who had spoken. I didn't mean it, your grandness, the witch cried out. I didn't mean to argue. I was just talking to myself. You dared argue with me, screamed the Grand High Witch. I was just talking to myself, cried the wretched witch. I swear, your grandness. She began to shake with fear. The Grand High Witch took a quick step forward, and when she spoke, it was in a voice that made my blood run cold. A stupid witch who answers back must burn until her bones are black, she screamed. No, no, begged the witch in the front row. The Grand High Witch went on. A foolish witch without a brain must sizzle in the fiery flame. Save me, cried the wretched witch in the front row. The Grand High Witch took no notice of her. She spoke again. An idiotic witch like you must roast upon the barbecue. Oh, forgive me, oh, your grandness, cried the miserable culprit. I didn't mean it. But the Grand High Witch continued with her terrible recital. A witch who dares to say I'm wrong will not be with us very long. A moment later, a stream of sparks that looked like tiny white-hot metal fillings came shooting out of the Grand High Witch's eyes and flew straight towards the one who had dared to speak. I saw the sparks striking against her and burrowing into her, and she screamed a horrible howling scream, and a puff of smoke rose up around her. A smell of burning meat filled the room. Nobody moved. Like me, they were all watching the smoke, and when it had cleared away, the chair was empty. I caught a glimpse of something wispy white like a little cloud fluttering upwards and dis disappearing out of the window. A great sigh rose up from the audience. The Grand High Witch glared around the room. I hope nobody else is going to make me cross today, she remarked. There was a deadly silence. Frizzled like a fritter, said the Grand High Witch, cooked like a carrot. You will never see her again. Now we can get down to business.